Hey, it's Tanya Burton, and I am pumped you're joining us today. If you're part of our Women Warriors Fitness family in person or online, I would love to connect with you even more on social media or our YouTube channel at Women Warriors Fitness, our website, womenwarriorsfitness.com, or you can follow me on Instagram at Tanya Burton. I hope this episode encourages you and inspires you. So let's jump in. So today we want to talk about good versus bad. How many times in a day have you said, oh, I can't eat that. That's bad. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to eat that. That's bad. So Uh my question, Tanya, is what are we doing with that? What is what is good versus bad? What does that mean to you? You know, it's something our society has taught us is labeling food good versus bad. And this is the beauty of tracking your calories and actually looking at the what's in each item of food that will kind of break this idea that this is good or this is bad. Here's the thing. As long as it fits your calorie needs and you're in a calorie deficit, you can eat whatever you want. Now you can eat whatever you want, but just probably not as much as you would like. So instead of like a tray of cookies, you might be able to only fit two into your diet, but at least you get to eat it. And so the more you track, the more this idea of good and bad food kind of goes away and all of a sudden we find balance and like a lifestyle change and our anxiety goes away of wondering if I can or shouldn't or whatever it's not there anymore and that was a huge thing for me because oh I'm going on a diet I'm gonna lose weight I can't eat chips I can't have soda I can't have you know candy or anything and I was so deprived and by day two I bought all of aisle two at Walmart because I had deprived myself. And it wasn't, I'm not right. even kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll take one of these and one yeah. of these and one of these. <laughs> and it wasn't until I started tracking where I'm like, wow, I can eat that. And the most beautiful thing is when I would weigh myself the next day and I would weigh less. And I go, wow, I, this is a lifestyle change. And right. you know, so many people are like, Tanya, I could eat a potato. And I'm like, yeah, it's only a hundred calories. Would a hundred calories make you fat? And they're like, no. And I'm like, see, when you break it down to that, it's not, it kind of, it's like, oh, wow, I can't eat that. Can I have a banana? Why not? It's a hundred, maybe 130 calories. Will 130 calories make you fat? No. But if you probably eat 30 of them or a hundred of them, well, now we're in a calorie surplus. So in anything that you do, it's just moderation. Um, so that's what it means to me of good versus bad and how to overcome. And that's why we're so big on today and even this week on meals of track your food, track your food, track your food. You're going to learn more about yourself and most importantly about the food you're eating and how much is actually in there. Um, you know, for a lot of people, they think avocados are good, right? Healthy fat. You should eat an avocado a day, right? Right. <laughs> I had someone tell me that. I swear I had someone tell me that. I, but I will eat an avocado a day. Well, that's my whole fat allotment for a week. <laughs> yeah, when you plug that in, you're like, oh, snap, or like nuts. I literally had a client today say, Tanya, I can't believe how much calories are in the little thing of nuts. And I go, I know. That's the beauty of tracking is it answers those questions. And all of a sudden, the food we thought was good, it's actually not that great calorie-wise for us. Right. So I'm going to reverse that and I'm going to ask you your thoughts on it. Good versus bad. So I think, you know, this time of year, if you just scroll down your social media and you're looking at this diet and that diet and all you see is the word diet, 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 diet. 
um, my husband came up with this great thing. He said, diet's a four letter word. No kidding. Right? It is. It's a four letter word. It's something I just, I don't even want to talk about diets because the minute you start talking about the word diet, what is it? Deprivation. I can't, I can't, I shouldn't, yeah. that's bad. And so I think when you give that much, when you give food that much power over you, Ooh. oh, you know, and, and I have people that tell me, oh, well, I don't want to obsess over my food. I don't want to track. Well, what do you think you're doing when you call this bad, this good, this, right? It's just a different way of looking at it. So exactly. for me, I agree with you. So go ahead and eat the foods you like. If you eat food you like, you're going to be much more likely to stay on track within reason. Like you said, you know, okay. I love thin mints, but I can't eat a whole row of thin mints and not expect that I'm going to gain weight. Um, but everything in moderation. So when we talk about, you know, good food, bad food, you can eat what you'd like, but you still need to fuel your body well. Mm -hmm. So yes, could I technically take my macro count today and eat nothing but ice cream, chips, food that's right. not very healthy? Yes. Right. Could I do that technically? I could do that and still lose weight, yep. technically. Is that what's going to be best for my body? And is that going to give me all the nutritional information or all the nutrients I need? No, it's not. Nope. So can I go ahead and have ice cream? Yes. I love to have a little ice cream pop every day. It's 80 calories. I can make room for that. Right. And that's something I enjoy. So I don't like using that word good or bad. Um, what I will say when I'm talking to clients and I'll say, okay, was that the best decision for your goal? Is right. that food going to get you towards your goal or not? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what we need exactly. to decide. Right. So I think, you know, we just give food a lot of power over us when we start talking about good versus bad. Right. So and then next we, thing I go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, and then that's when we create that bad relationship with food, which is something that that's our goal as coaches is to kind of have you be in power and know that you can have a good relationship with food. It's when you stop labeling it good and bad. Right. And, and now, now, especially, you know, with the new year, people are wanting to, everyone's wanting to diet and get on board with a diet. What's the new diet? Um, and again, I, I don't like to talk about the diets, but I have people that say to me, well, but Donna, it's easier because then I know exactly what I'm supposed to eat. So I think one of the points that I would really drive home today in our Women Warriors Challenge is that we are giving you what you should eat and what you shouldn't eat. We are yeah. giving you structure. Whether or not you're thinking about it that way, our structure to them is telling you, okay, this is your calorie count for the day. Yep. I'd like you to be around this amount of protein and, and these macros, but that is your structure. Now, exactly. the beauty of what we're teaching you is more of what we would call like a flexible dieting style, where I'm giving you the structure, but yet you get to choose what goes into that. So it's like, I'm, we're creating that framework for them and then they can just dump in the buckets what they like, because again, when you like it and you're satisfied, you're gonna be much more likely to stay on track. So, right. so um, that's kind of how I look at the whole concept of flexible dieting. So what do you have to add to that? I'm gonna add another thing that's very helpful and it's the 80-20 rule. So exactly what you said about flexible dieting, it's kind of like, ooh, it's flexible, I can't eat what I want. I, you know, I just have to be within this calorie goal to lose weight. But you're gonna get the most out of the 80-20 rule. And what the heck is that? That's my saving grace, and probably yours as well, for you to fit in your ice cream. 
all that means is 80% of your day of your nutrition should be coming from whole foods, your fruits, your vegetables, your lean meat. 20% of your day should come from whatever you want. And usually that's like some processed food, like your ice cream, or for me, it would be like my bag of baked chips or something. But it allows me to have that little bit of sweetness or that little saltiness crunch that I've been wanting, but not eating all of it. And I'm fueling my body with fruits and vegetables and whole foods. And the way I structure my day is I keep it very simple for all my main meals. Like I'll eat whole foods for all my meals and I'll have that 20% only after dinner. It's something that I look forward to. I have tried to have that 20% out different areas in my day. Not good for me. It's like a trigger. I know for me personally, I have to have it after dinner, mainly because I get to go to bed right afterwards. But if I start my day off with my 20%, like a piece of pie with my coffee, no boy, no Tanya. No. You know that's not good for you. Um, that just makes me want sugary stuff all day long. But, you know, I... I love the aspect of, and this is my saving grace, was flexible dieting. It's the only thing that I've ever done that really truly taught me about food and what to eat and the pressure of, should I eat this? Should I not eat this? Plug it in. If it fits, eat it. Ah, <sighs> you're good. Yeah. 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 So yeah. that's my, well, and I think too, um, when you, when you're talking about that flexible dieting, I think it just totally eliminates that idea now of good versus bad. A hundred percent. Either it fits or it doesn't. So what yeah. does your day look like? So, you know, if let's say I, when I up in the morning, I try to think about, okay, what is my day going to look like? What am I going to eat today? I tend to eat very similar things all day. So my breakfast is the same every single day. My lunches are typically same every single day. And then when I cook with my husband at home, that's when we kind of, you know, do different things every day. But I find that if I wake up in the morning and I kind of have to have an idea what my day is going to look like, it just makes everything kind of fall in line and fall in place. Mm -hmm. But when, when you look at that day and you think, okay, well, I'm going to have this treat today because I am going out to lunch with some friends. It's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, you know how that day is going to be. So maybe pull back a little bit at breakfast, Exactly. play a little bit lighter dinner because you know, you're going to have some things at lunch that you maybe don't have all the time. So are they good or bad? I just, I want that whole idea to go away of good or bad. Does it fit or doesn't it? Can yeah. you make it work for your day? Yes. And it's okay. Again, that 80, 20 rule. I love that. Yeah. And, and like you said, that has been a saving grace for me. So I, I really have found that to be super helpful. Um, one of the things I want to talk about too is, you know, we make like over 200 food decisions a day. Someone actually studied that why you would say that I really don't know but someone did they counted and not all of them are monumental decisions some are like okay do i want pepper on my food or don't i but you make 200 food decisions a day so let's say at lunch you have your baked chips instead and afterwards your initial thought is oh god i shouldn't have had that that was bad it's okay because that's one decision out of your whole entire 200 decisions in a day and so now instead of turning the whole rest of the day into, oh, well, forget it. I blew it. I might as well just continue my, mm -hmm. my pattern now, right? And just eat everything under the sun. You still have the opportunity to start again. And you and I talked a little bit about that before we got started. So how do you handle that in your day? So let's say you've, you've made a decision that wasn't maybe so great. How do you rebound from that? 
Oh my gosh. It, it took a while. It was a, a muscle. I had to flex before I could really perfect it. But my, my biggest mistake when I first started was exactly what you said. Like I messed up, screw it. I'm just going to eat whatever the, next, the rest of the day. And then I'll start back Monday. Or, you it's know, always like, got to be Monday. You got to yeah. wait. You know, you got to just mess up the whole rest of the week, right? <laughs> so that was like ten more meals that I just splurged on. Um, right. My biggest habit that I will tell people is a pro tip: if you, let's say, you overindulge on breakfast, okay, and I have done that, because you know sometimes the bacon and biscuits and everything just sounds so good. Yeah, salivating. Um, and we may have ate a little bit more. Like, let's say my breakfast was 800. Well, that's a big chunk of my calories. But really, if you step back and think about it, you shouldn't be really too hungry for lunch because you consumed so much for breakfast. So it could be, hey, I'm just going to have a yogurt for lunch with some water and maybe a cup of coffee or whatever. And then you can have three to 400 for dinner. That's plenty. So there's always ways to make up for it the rest of the day instead of saying, screw it. Like you just have to take a step back and say, okay, what else can I eat? And honestly, for, for me personally, when I ask myself, okay, you just ate, you need to wait till you're hungry again to eat again. So if I ate at eight o'clock in the morning, if it was 800 calories, I probably wouldn't be hungry till like three or four because right. I'm so full. So we need to listen to our bodies and see just because it's being 12 o'clock, we need to eat. No, you don't. Maybe you go read for your lunch hour, or maybe you go walking for your lunch hour, or whatever it is. You don't have to eat just because it's that time. Listen to your body. There's always ways to make up for it. Um, example, Thanksgiving. You know, I fasted until we ate, which was like 12 or 1. Obviously, we're going to overindulge. It's Thanksgiving. But I really made it a point to listen to my body, stay hydrated, get in my movement. I did a 5K that morning. Um, and listen to, hey, when am I actually hungry? And instead of just blowing it the rest of the day, I didn't eat again till like late, late, late that evening. And it was something small. It wasn't like a whole meal again. And I paid attention the next day when I was actually hungry again. Right. That was huge. So there's, even if you consumed more the previous day, which I used to feel guilty about, I have learned to, hey, you consumed more carbs yesterday. Ooh, you're going to have a good workout today you're going right. to use all that carbs and all of that energy. And so I'm putting that to work instead of overindulging, feeling guilty, and then not moving the next day. So even if you had a bad day, okay, but you didn't, you could use it for your advantage the next day. So there, the sooner you make a better decision on your next meal, the better you're going to be. Even like, like you said, if you even had um, something for lunch, well, you still have dinner that you can make better decisions. So it's never over until you throw in the towel. You have to just train your brain and your, just your, your drive of why you're doing what you're doing, why you're wanting to lose weight and make a better decision the next meal you have. Right. You still control it. And I feel like a lot of times we make that excuse of, I have no control over it. Unless someone has a gun to your head and is forcing you to eat, you 100% have every, you know, um, yeah, I totally lost my train of thought. Yeah, you you have that you have that control. You decide yeah, control. what goes into your mouth. You right, choose not, what goes right, in your mouth. Right, we're not babies. We're mamas feeding us. We have to take you know control of what we're doing. And like I said, you can always, 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 always make up for it the next meal. And the sooner you train yourself to think, okay, I have 
okay, a couple hours, I could go for a walk, I could fast till my next meal, I'm gonna skip this snack because I'm still full. You gotta just train yourself and be the authority and not letting your emotions or your craving or that time of the day right. to control you. Right, well, something I wanna add on to though, I think sometimes, you know, when, as human beings, we think, oh, a little bit of this is good, so a whole lot must be really fantastic, right? So I think you can take your line of thinking, which I think is absolutely spot on, but I want to caution everybody that I don't want you to take that so far where, um, you know, you, you deprive yourself for the next three or four days and, oh, for sure. and you know, it's that yo-yo oh, yeah. effect, right? So, you know, what you and I do, and, and like I said, the same thing is I plan my day and if I know I'm going to eat more at lunch, I kind of cut back a little at breakfast, cut back a little at dinner. So at the right. end of the day, I'm still where I need to be, right? Right. And like you said, the next day, use that extra fuel for a good workout. But what I don't want people to do then is to starve themselves the next day. And it's kind of like this whole Rob Peter to pay Paul mentality. Right. Oh, I overate yesterday, so I'm going to starve myself today. Unfortunately... Right your body doesn't work like that, right? And so if you start doing this whole yo-yo thing, number one, you're gonna feel like crap because you haven't yeah. eaten anything. Number two, you're gonna be hangry and mean. I don't know about any of you, but I'm not a nice girl when I'm hungry. Feed Donna, please. Um, and, and so I think what happens is, is you, it's this yo-yo thing where you know we're eating and feeling and then we're not, and then we're eating and feeling, and then we're not. And I think the best thing we can remember is time and consistency are our friends. Right. So the more often you make those good, sound decisions that are in line with your goals, the less likely one of those blips is going to hurt you. So, you know, if you're eating 80-20 again, see, it always comes back to that 80-20, 80-20. So 80% of the time, if you're eating like you're supposed to, and then you have that blip and you're off the radar for a minute, then you come back again, it's okay because 80% of the time you've been rock solid. Yep. You know, so this whole robbing Peter to pay Paul thing doesn't work. So at the end of the day, it's the end of the day, go to bed, confess and move on. <laughs> you know, yeah. if you had a rough day, you maybe didn't make the best decisions. It's okay. Tomorrow's a new day. The next meal's a new decision. Just right. pick yourself up, dust yourself off and okay. And I love that you said that because, um, every single day you should still be aiming to hit the same amount of calories right. every single day. So like you said, if you had, eaten something a little bit higher calories or not as good as you had planned maybe it's more processed or whatever the next day don't deprive yourself and eat a little bit less just go back to normal you know right. it's that's the best thing you can do instead of feeling guilty and be like well i ate an extra 100 calories so i'm going to take 100 calories off no just go back to being normal because like you said you're going to get hangry you're going to get upset and it's just this whole yo-yo dieting instead of being right yeah exactly so um so i think gosh we're probably close to our time so um what so the few things that i'd like to highlight for for this segment today is our pillar of the week is meals so we are focusing on everything having to do with your basic foundation we're setting you up for success so you can build from here and then as we go we're going to be talking about more and more aspects of your nutrition and how that just forms everything about you, right? So tracking was earlier in the week. We've, we've talked a lot about, um, you know, how do you weigh your food? How do you stay within your macro totals? Um, now today, I really can't stress enough, 80-20, 80-20, 80-20. 
So we're focusing today on there really is no such thing as good versus bad food. Yep. It's a decision we make, either it works or it doesn't, right? So yep. give me give me your 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 summary for today. What would you like us to focus on after today? Oh, uh, well, what? We're for what today? would you so for today with good versus bad? What okay. what are your takeaways? <laughs> I didn't word that very well, did I? Sorry. Your takeaways for today. You scared me. I'm like, wait, wait, what? Um, what? Did I miss something? The bottom line is, it's a myth. It doesn't exist. All foods can be eaten. You just have to see which ones you can eat a little bit more of and a little bit less. But as long as you plug it into your tracker, your food tracker, and it fits your calorie goals, eat it, enjoy it, move on. That's it. So there's no more questions. Can I, should I, does it fit your calorie goal? Yeah, you could eat it. Does it fit your calorie goal? No, move on or eat half of it, whatever you got to do, as long as it fits, it's good for you. You know what I mean? Um, so that would be my biggest take is this is why for the first week, our main, our pillar is meals because, and you get a half point for every time you track everything, all your VLTs. And two, when you use your food scale, it, you're going to learn so much on the nutrition and the calories of everything you eat. And before you know it, like by the end of this week, you're going to feel more confident in your choices and you're going to eliminate this good for, versus bad because you've tracked it and you've answered your own questions. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So good luck, everybody. So track, 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 track. I cannot stress enough. You have to plug it in first. Otherwise, all you're doing is giving us your grocery list. Truly, the power and the good stuff comes from being able to manipulate those portion sizes before you even eat it. So it makes taking in that, that calorie count and that amount of protein and different macros easy cheesy. So it takes literally two minutes. A little helpful hint real quick that I think we forgot to talk about. If you are doing this with a spouse, um, some of you um, may have a spouse at home or another family member, maybe one of your children or something that wants to track. Um, I don't recommend this for teens, but I have adult children. Um, so I'm gonna make that caveat that my adult children do track at times. Um, get two food scales, really truly mm -hmm. invest in that second scale. Otherwise you have to wait and it makes it kind of cumbersome in the kitchen. So we always have a food scale or two out on our countertop at any given time. So yeah. um, track, make sure you, you put it in first. There is no such thing as good versus bad, flexible, flexible, flexible. And the more you're consistent, the less a blip is gonna make any difference in your day. So have a great day, everybody. Thank you, Tanya. And we will talk to everybody soon. Have awesome, bye. See you tomorrow.